Welcome to the Sports Tech Research Podcast. We connect research-driven professionals working within the sports technology ecosystem. This show is brought to you by STRN, Sports Tech Research Network. Your host for today is Christophe de May. So, hi everybody, this is Christophe de May again, so your host, as always, of the Sports Tech Research Podcast. Today, my guest is uh, Ismael fernandez Guess, if I pronounce that correctly, but I'm sure, as always, uh, with these kind of <laughs> names, uh, the person will uh, will repeat in a, in a better way, let's say. So, welcome again in the Sports Tech Research Podcast. Uh, Ismael is the founder, uh, CEO of a company called Thermo Human. Of course, uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But uh, first of all, welcome, Ismail. Thank you. Thank you very much, Christoph. And don't worry about <laughs> the pronunciation of my name. It's okay. You can say Ismael or Isma. And then the two names that we use in Spain, <laughs> it might be complicated, but it's okay. It's okay. Thank you very much for the invitation. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time. As always, I start with the same question. Please give a short introduction. Could you... Tell us a little bit more about your background and your field of expertise. Of course. So um, my background is uh, sports science. So uh, I'm the result of different influences in terms of, of uh, career and, and professional and academic background. It is true that um, let's say that my focus obviously has been uh, sports. Uh, so I did my bachelor degree, master degree and my PhD on sports science. But uh, as you mentioned, I'm the, one of the co-founders and the CEO from Thermohuman, which is a company focused on sports science, the use of, of thermography. And I, I could say that at the same time, I'm doing an MBA. So the entrepreneurial side is there. And obviously, I have been uh, working abroad. Uh, so the internationalization side from, from my background is also very important. And that is, I think, the, 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 the side that um, might help to understand uh, also why we or me personally am working in South different countries. So I was in Africa, in Australia, in Brazil, I'm currently in Germany. So uh, like, let's say multiculturally uh, speaking is, is also a, a very important side. And uh, lastly, but obviously not less important, is obviously science because, uh, as uh, you mentioned, Thermohuman is a sport tech company which is based by basically on the topic of my PhD and the, on the one from my colleagues that we uh, uh, we found the company. So let's say that is company side or uh, technology side, international side, and, and science and everything focus on on sport. Obviously, that's my main background. That's a very interesting combination of expertise, indeed. And it seems fascinating, but it's not something that I like plan like yeah. that. Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's the consequences of different milestones and, and itineraries. Looking at my background, it's also a bit mixed. And I often said, look, it just happened. <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> it's probably exactly. a bit the same with, uh, with you. Right, cool. Thanks for the for the nice intro. Could you tell us a little bit more then about Thermohuman and let's say the technology, but also a bit the the sports science that is behind and and uh, the type of uh, end users. Of course. So um, for those that are not familiar with not with Thermohuman, because obviously we we are a small company, but with thermography, which is the technology behind, it's just to explain in a few words uh, what we are actually doing is using a technology that already 
there is is thermography, infrared thermography, which is a technology based on a camera that is able to measure, uh, in that case, skin temperature with humans with those images with colors that maybe might be more familiar for everyone. So actually, we use this technology to create something new, a new application that was based on prevention and uh, monitoring, so follow-up from injuries, okay, in sports and health application. What we created, what uh, we are adding value, not obviously by producing cameras, we are using cameras that are on the market, but we create specific training, I mean, science-based courses and content based on our, obviously, the uh, research that we have been performing and we still do. And then the most important part is the software. So the reality is that uh, the technology is there. We have been, let's say, seeing different uh, research applications, but on, on the market, there was not a solution for analyzing images from humans in an automatic way. So we can implement algorithms and big data and different uh, new technologies to help professionals to use this technology and to get data that help them to understand better what is going on from a temperature point of view and then taking decisions. So basically we're a company that has now more than 10 years of experience uh, gathering experience from the academic and, and the business perspective, just trying to take closer a technology that helps professionals from health and sports sector to understand from a physiological point of view what is going on by measuring skin temperature. From that, what we say is, in from terms of experience, we got now more than 45 scientific articles published from the academic side. And from the business side, we have now more than 25 countries, customers in more than 25 countries. And between them, obviously, uh, the most familiar might be, obviously, football teams, federations. And now we are working with uh, teams in La Liga, Premier League, in Bundesliga, also in MLS, but also in NBA, like Houston Rockets, federations, big institutions, hospitals, and obviously also universities. So that's basically what we are doing. Interesting. Uh, Maybe one more question question related to the product and, and the application of the product. If I think about measuring temperature uh, in the human body related to sports, given my sports physio background, I immediately think, of course, about inflammation related issues. Could you elaborate a little bit, let's say, for the physios or the personal trainers and so on who are listening? What are the type of injuries in which the technology is interesting from a prevention and, and rehab uh, point of view or what are other applications of the, of the technology within sports? I will try to not get very technical, but at the same time to be very clear. We started the project because almost an anecdote. We were in the master degree, we got a camera borrow and we were playing with that and we saw fascinating things about inflammation and and heat and everything. The starting point was to discover that from a research point of view, there was almost nothing done. Why? And there's a one very important thing because thermography has been used in the early 60s and 70s for diagnosing. Since it was very controversial for breast cancer, from health perspective, thermography has been, let's say, marginated, isolated. So that's why, from a technological point of view, an application point of view, professionals in general, we don't know thermography, or if we do, 
uh, we do for a, let's say, bad reputation, okay? We move to another side, so the prevention side and so on, and there is a very interesting correlation between temperature and obviously what is going on from a physiological point of view. This is extremely interesting from a, obviously, as you say, health, so physio perspective, but also metabolism, so nutrition, and obviously sports. We are speaking about how our body is reacting to external load. So actually, one of the main points of the strength and conditioning perspective right now, so how to measure internal load. It is very, very, very interesting to see, and that's what we have been doing in the last 10 years, how our body reacts, not just from the injury perspective, but also from the performance perspective, based on the loads. So something that is getting warmer, okay, or what is even more interesting, something that might get colder. And what we discover is that there is a very interesting correlation between how our body reacts to the different loads and obviously to the different injury risk. And there is not just, and that is what is interesting, so only on the hotspot. So uh, just to sum up, we what we do is just to map the whole body and to discover asymmetries because we should have, let's say, a thermal balance. We should not be symmetrical. And when we spot regions that are colder or warmer, that is telling us that our body is reacting from a different perspective and we might not diagnose, but we might understand that our body is getting overloads, is getting inflammation, but it might also get inhibition. It might get also get fatigue if we find cold. So that is exactly what we are doing with the software and uh, the technology we develop to make easier for the professional to understand how the body is reacting from a global perspective by taking one image, but also locally, how the different regions of the shoulder, the quadriceps, the hamstring is getting colder, warmer, and that might help to understand there is a, let's say, asymmetry, dysfunction, overload, and different factors that helps at the end of the day, the professional to understand better what is going on and then to obviously to prevent or to shorten or, or speed up a recovery process. Are the users also, I can imagine they're also looking at differences in an individual over time on the one hand, and on the other hand, combining the data that is coming out of your system, combining it with other metrics then in function of, as we already said, prevention or performance type of decision-making. Absolutely. So we, obviously, we are a company, but we have a research background. We are the first to be very self-critic with the, the tool, and that's why we really base everything what we do on science. That's why our message might be not the best commercial. What we say always is to be very honest. It's not the final solution for injury injuries or any other problem. It's just another tool. And what is surprising is the tool is there since decades, and now nobody really notice or use it that before. So the, the, obviously it's a, a technology that can help you to understand what is going on, but strength is even, even bigger when combined with other methods. With combined, let's say, imagine we're speaking about a team, a football team. So thermography might help to understand internal load, inner load, but if you combine that obviously with GPS, 
and at the same time you combine that i don't know with force test or clinical evaluation or biomechanical evaluation at the end of the day what you need is just to have different flags and thermography is just giving you the objective the quantified information about physiology uh, obviously when you do that you have another very interesting way to quantify and then take decisions on, based on objective information. I love the vision behind and, and the positioning of, of the technology, as you has explained. I think it's really smart to have really a focused technology that's really accurate and, and reliable and valid and so on. And then also have the vision to combine that uh, with other data, as, as you just explained, and uh, as your uh, customers are also, also doing. Right, cool. You already talked a little bit about uh, the research behind. Could you elaborate a little bit because the podcast is also focusing on that aspect of, uh, in this case, company? How is it dealing with research and development with, with, with innovation itself? Yes, yes, of course. As I, as I told you, the research topics about thermography has been mainly focused on diagnosing pathology. So if we look for thermography on database, we might found surprisingly more research on materials or animals than <laughs> yeah. on humans. Yeah. <laughs> but if we look for humans, obviously you will spot um, diagnosis so breast, breast cancer, diabetes, and other type of, of pathologies. What we have been doing mainly, and the main problem of using thermography with humans, is the variability of the skin temperature. So at the end of the day, we are measuring not the muscle temperature or the organ temperatures. We are uh, just measuring skin and skin has a lot of different factors. Okay, What we work and we are, we are still working is on uh, making a stronger method to avoid those factors. The main method that we use, obviously, is to apply a standardized protocol or at least to reduce the existence of those methods and to convert side to side. Just to be very, very brief, we should not be based on absolute temperatures because they change, but most of the factors affecting the body are affecting the both sides. So since we should have an, an homeostasis, so let's say a thermal balance, if we just look for asymmetries, we are avoiding most of the influence. One of the main topics there is just to strengthen the protocols and the methods to use that and that's what we do with the protocol methodology and then the software just to help professionals to be able to use that you know as you said in a reliable way and then to get information on time because uh, before we started the way to analyze images were manually that's why we created software beside that Nowadays, on the table, the main research line we have are focusing on prevention. So we are trying to understand better what we have all, uh, all, already published regarding the potential, not the potential, but facts regarding, of okay, if I use thermography on a daily basis, which kind of injuries are we going to prevent and which kind of injuries are we going to recover better? That will be one of the main practical sites. Then the second side will be very interesting regarding performance. As I told you, we have a lot of science behind external load. So GPS, how many kilometers, uh, acceleration, velocity, and so on. But there is less in terms of science or quantitative data about how the player assimilates the load. 
And that's what we use wellness, but we use other type of technology that might be more invasive. And thermography really gets a very important role. What we are trying to confirm is how the body reacts in temp of temperature and the correlation between these temperature reactions and the internal load. So at the end of the day, what we want to have is, just to give you uh, an idea, is how GPS were 10 years ago is actually the, the main point of research right now. Okay, And then obviously on the third side will be the prediction capacities. So understanding not just with the, let's say, methodology that we are using and not just in, in terms of, let's say, performance, but also in terms of prediction using neural networks, uh, machine learning algorithms, correlating what we know about temperature and, let's say, physiology, not just focusing on performance. So trying to squeeze and optimize what we actually we don't understand about temperature. Because what we see is that we see things that we know we don't understand, but we know there is something behind that that obviously just technologies, as, as I told you, big, uh, big data, neural networks might help us to understand. So the, the three main ways or, or research lines are focused from my point of view in, in sports and health on that, you know, in prediction capacities, performance, and obviously the method and improving the, the way of analyzing and, and using this technology. Interesting. And in order to realize the objectives that you have in mind, could you tell us a little bit how you are doing the research and innovation side? I can imagine some things are done internally within uh, the company, but a lot of things probably are done in collaboration with partners. I think the company in itself and the technology is a good example of, I think, what is called open innovation. And you used a technology that was already out there in another sector and you moved it into sports and then added uh, additional layers in terms of software and intelligence uh, and so on. Could you elaborate a little bit on how it is done? Yes, of course. So one of the, of the main pain points for me as a part of the company is that uh, we have always to keep the balance between research and obviously the commercial side. So in a few words, that obviously we would like to research more, but as a company, we need to sell, right? I introduced that and I'll word that with this first line because probably we could do a, a lot of more things, but uh, we are, let's say, limited just because of the nature of the company, okay? But... Actually, we have been researching for a long time and there is still a lot of things that we didn't publish. So one of the main pain points is just to please try to publish things that are on, on your desk. Okay. Um, and that, that will be one uh, part because obviously uh, that's something that we uh, research, but without publishing, uh, obviously the, the evidence is not reviewed. That will be the first thing. Then so we are internally doing research and we collaborate with obviously mainly institutions like universities. We are very strongly related to, for example, the Technical University in Madrid, where we come from, and that we create a lot of new staff with students that are just not doing grants, but uh, finishing their degrees and then adding more information and research. But then what we are developing in the last years is strong partnership with some 
key players on the academic and the professional side. We are speaking about big institutions or companies uh, like uh, Barcelona, like NBA, like uh, big leagues like La Liga that are launching projects where we just came in as a pilot, so, so with a, a company with a pilot, but we are just researching with top institutions to get obviously results that might be reinforced not just because of the data but because of the players in that case the institutions behind okay and uh, we are as well partnering in some cases with researchers or specific programs like for example right now we just got another grant but a program a national program with a hospital in spain to apply uh, thermography uh, for arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, so patients for health application. So at the end of the day, we have inner research at a lower scale. and a bigger scale, we have partnership with, uh, let's say, top institutions. And then finally, our R&D line that is more focused on get programs, grants, or projects through uh, big institutions in collaboration also with in that, in that case, hospitals or renowned uh, organizations. Yeah, interesting. And I think a good strategy to have different sources, so to say, from the research. To, to keep the balance, I, as I told you, yeah. <laughs> no, normally as a researcher, because at the end of the day, I consider myself more as a researcher, as a business manager, I would love to invest more time on that. But sadly, as I told you, that's the, the main yeah. pain point for <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> can imagine. Uh, that also reminds me to something that is uh, set up uh, in our university, which is a new innovation business center focused on uh, innovative textiles. And one of the key areas there will be focused around everything that relates to comfort of clothing and garments uh, and so on. I can imagine a technology as yours is also being used by those kind of researchers and of course also in the uh, textile industry. Indeed, as far as uh, we know, Big companies as uh, Decathlon in, in France and, and Adidas are partnering with Lobo University, not for now, but for, for uh, years, in order to use thermography for cloth designing and, as you mentioned, uh, comfort for gamins and other kind of stuff. It's something that we are partnering with some of them for these purposes, but Again, it's not one of the main lines uh, we are exploring, but it's, it's an application that is there on the market, obviously. Interesting. So many interesting uh, subcategories. Too much. That's, <laughs> that, the, the main problem, okay, is that we have to focus. Uh, but obviously, the, 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 the mission and, and the, the future is just to step by step covering those uh, other lines and and adding more value for, for those applications. Maybe last question related to that. What, what are the type of people who could contact you? Of course, people who well, want to buy the technology, of course, that's quite obvious, but in terms of industry players, academics? When we divide people, the profile we are getting are so many divided into professionals and institutions. Okay, From professionals, we get mainly physiotherapists, strength and conditioning coaches, uh, nutritionists, uh, osteopaths, also focus on, on sports and health. But then when we speak about institutions, obviously we get from high performance teams, but also federations and leagues. Then we have in health uh, clinics, hospitals, and then on research, we have everything related with uh, universities, but also research institutions. 
And then we have the sites of others. And in others, we have companies. We have, as you mentioned, clothes uh, institutions, just uh, big companies or uh, big entities that are investing. And we might divide that on that and obviously there is obviously the the, the part of uh, distribution so agents and, and distributors that might help also to to bring that to different markets yeah nice uh, setup of uh, the startup so congrats ismail thank you very much to you and 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 the team really, really nice to see such an uh, an evidence-based product and, and and company being set up that's a bit the scope of course as well of uh, my type of work and also with the sports tech research network i want to uh, finish with uh, the final question which uh, relates to other products that you may know that you really really like so i would like to know what are those and why do you really like them? From a personal side, as um, obviously I'm not a professional athlete, but I like always to just to, to play around with garments and, and technology. I'm very fascinated about what we can do with, for example, new ways of, of training. Like, for example, uh, Street is this device that helps people um, to, to base the training on, on that case, power output. So the, the VATS production and so it is very interesting. What's the name of the company? Street. Street. Okay, this is a company that is creating a device. It's a potometer that is just measuring for running athletes' power output. Moxie uh, is also very interesting. So the oxygen consumption in muscle that is also very related uh, to temperature and, and performance. And then from another side is more research side is everything that is more focused on physiology but more from everything that is not just device but more conceptual but very interesting from the side obviously of genetics to understand the, the part and that there's more and more science and even startups and, and companies focusing on how we can understand results performance based on genetics physiology and and things that are there and obviously we are just improving in terms of of science and, and products but still i think also in a, in a in an early stage any company coming to mind for example i i'm tracking uh, blogs websites that are informing about new evidence and new science behind that uh, so for example in spain there is a, a one we are uh, linked to that it's a very well noticed FISAC is focusing on physiology uh, very interesting. And then you see Simply Faster in the USA, uh, Sportechi, obviously, that is very well known. So that this kind of, not, there are no products or technologies, but uh, places where you, exactly where you can get trends and, and new results about new technologies. Awesome. A lot of examples uh, at the end. Thank you for that, Ismail. My pleasure. Thanks, uh, I would say, overall to uh, yeah spend some time and, and to share your experience and, and your insights. And yeah, to uh, to everybody listening, thanks as well for uh, for your time. As always, hope you learned something from the conversations we have. And uh, yeah, feel free to reach out, uh, suggest other people we should speak with, and keep in touch. See you next time. Bye bye. This was a Sports Tech Research Podcast. Podcast presented to you by STRN, an initiative of Ghent University. Did you like this episode? Make sure to check out our website strn.co and let's get in touch.